Hey guys, welcome to my channel, Perspective with Kate. Before I begin, I just want to let you guys know my intentions behind these podcasts. I'm here to educate you guys. I'm here to give you guys a new perspective. I'm here to give you guys a chance to hear different opinions, different sides of the stories, and help you form your own opinion. You know, I'm never here to shove my opinion down your throat, although I will let you know how I feel about certain things, but ultimately, I want you guys um, to come to that conclusion yourselves. Today we're going to be talking about the case of Dan Roy Henry Jr. And Dan Roy was known as DJ or Danny. Um, a lot of his friends called him DJ. And his family describes him as a gentle spirit, always helpful, a joy to be around. His siblings always looked up to him. And he was very close to his family. I mean, this family was super tight-knit. DJ even has a tattoo on his wrist that say family first. DJ was 20 years old and he was attending Pace University in Pleasantville, New York to play football. He was a bright young man with a bright future ahead of him. Family lived in Easton, Massachusetts and was about three hours away from him. And on the night of October 17, 2010, his family gets a knock on the door. And when they answer the door, the police give them a number to a hospital to call. And they call the number and a nurse answers and tells them that their son has been shot and has passed away. That's all they were told. I mean, his parents have no idea what actually happened. And they lived three hours away from DJ. So can you imagine these parents that have to drive three hours to make it to their son who has just been shot and killed? DJ's parents arrived to the hospital and the first original story that they hear is that their son tried to run over a police officer with his car and that the police officer shot DJ through the windshield. Now, DJ and his friends were out celebrating after homecoming, and his best friend Brandon Cox was in the car with DJ when all of this went down. Right away, his parents were like, there is no way that that could have been the whole story, and that DJ would have never done anything like this, and it was way too out of his character. And Brandon begins to tell them a whole different story. Brandon's story is that a fight broke out inside of the club and DJ went to get his car so that they can leave. DJ then pulled up in a fire lane waiting for the rest of his friends to come out when a police officer flashes him to move forward to get out of the fire lane. So they drive forward slowly, Brandon says about 10 miles an hour. The police officer all of a sudden jumps on the hood of the car and started shooting at them. DJ's parents are in complete awe. I mean, they don't know what to believe. They don't know what really happened. And they're totally confused because their son that they know, there's no way that their son could have purposely tried to run over a police officer. So after hearing Brandon's side of the story, DJ's parents wanted more answers and they wanted to get the story straight. Because, you know, you have Brandon on one hand telling one story and then you have the police saying another thing. So they head to the police station and they just knew that they had this whole story wrong and there was no way that this could be the full story. And when they arrived, Chief Louis Alagno had already put out a statement claiming that when the police arrived at the scene of the fight, 
DJ's car was in a fire lane and when approached, DJ accelerated and hit the police officer with his car. And after hitting that police officer, apparently he was headed towards another. DJ's parents were pissed. They were in total shock that these people would just have a press conference the day after the incident without even speaking with them or investigating further beforehand. And his parents felt like they immediately tried to portray DJ as a thug or a criminal. And they had never once considered who DJ actually was or again, further investigate the whole scene before putting out a statement like this. And they made it seem that, you know, DJ was the aggressor and the policeman was the total victim of the whole scene. So I want to go further in depth of play by play of what Brandon says actually went down that night. So Brandon says that the officer makes them pull forward because they were in a fire lane. And as they pull forward, they pull up to two other police cars and they begin shooting at them. I'll post a video of the scene because it was actually like in a curb. So when they were, when Brandon and DJ were turning in the curb, they were turning slowly and that's when they approached the two other police cars and that's when one began shooting at them. Brandon was shot once in the arm and DJ was shot twice. Brandon says that DJ was still alive after he was shot and after they shot him, the car crashed into another police car because DJ lost control because he was shot. The police then pull them both out of the car, handcuff them and throw them to the ground. One of their teammates, Daniel, comes out of the club and realizes that it was DJ who got shot and no one was attending to him while he was lying on the ground. He asked the officer to give him CPR because he was CPR certified and the officer yells, get the F back. And for some reason, they have a lady who is attending to the officer who was hit by the car. She's attending to him and then she turns to DJ to perform CPR on him. His teammate Daniel sees the blood coming out of DJ's mouth and realizes that he is dead. And Daniel yells, y'all killed him. And after he screams that, he was thrown to the ground in handcuffs. And he said that it took 10 minutes for them to even take a defibrillator and help DJ. The police officer who killed DJ was Aaron Hess. And he ended up in the hospital for a messed up knee after the whole accident and he never returned to work. He was actually on workers comp until he retired. And he was made out to be the victim and the hero of this whole scenario. In January 2011, they went to court to see if Aaron Hess would be charged with anything in DJ's death. And a month later, he was not indicted with any charge for DJ's death. Now, DJ's parents hire Henry Sussman, who was a well-known civil rights lawyer. And DJ's family said they never wanted to make it about race. They never really wanted that to be the main narrative. They simply just wanted to know the truth and if this was a warranted shooting and if it was justified. The US Department of Justice opened up their own investigation looking into a possible civil rights violation. Several weeks later, Aaron Hess receives officer of the year award because he had been through a lot and he needed a morale boost because dj's family hadn't been through a lot right and to make it worse they make a statement saying that this award was never meant to go public 
and that it was supposed to be private. And DJ's family ended up filing a wrongful death suit against Aaron Hess. The town of Pleasantville and the village of Pleasantville where Hess worked. In August 2012, Aaron Hess went to the U.S. DA courthouse to give his deposition about the wrongful death case. He states that he thought his life was in danger and that the vehicle was going to run him over and was going about 50 miles an hour and was going to kill him. And he insisted that race wasn't a factor because he didn't see what color the driver was. He says that he only saw the silhouette. Aaron claimed that the car was moving very fast and he put his hand up to yell and to stop the car. He says the car doesn't stop, so he began shooting. He said he didn't just move out of the way because he thought that they were going to stop. He said once he was on the hood that the engine revved up again and it seemed to him that the driver was trying to throw him off the vehicle and aim towards another police officer so he fired his gun. As he was shooting, he says he could not see where he was shooting. He was just aiming for the driver's seat. Aaron Hess and the whole police department claims that a second officer, Ron Beckley, was on the scene of the incident and Aaron Hess and the department claimed that he was also shooting at DJ to stop him. And come to find out, he came out and said that he was actually shooting at Aaron Hess to stop Aaron from harming the vehicle. He says that the police department automatically put out a statement for him, basically backing Aaron Hess's story. But he was willing to go against the script to tell the truth. And he retired three months after DJ's death and was denied his retirement package. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's like this secret code where you like don't snitch on fellow cops. And this looks like they kind of pushed him out and denied him his retirement package. And he had been a cop for over 30 years. And he claimed that this was the first time he had ever had to fire his weapon in his 30 year career. Now there is a video showing DJ pressing on his brakes when he was nearing Aaron Hess, which would have meant that he was slowing down and not revving up his engine to go faster to hit the police officer. And Brandon Cox claims that they were only going about 10 miles an hour when they were pulling forward. DJ's toxicology report came out stating that his blood alcohol level was 0.13. Now, DJ's sister claims that DJ and Brandon rarely ever drink. She was with them before they went out and they were pre-gaming. She said that DJ did have one drink, but DJ believed that his body was a temple and he never invested anything that would harm his body, especially because he was a football player and he was all about fitness and taking care of his body. DJ was the designated driver that night and many witnesses say that he was not even drunk or drinking at the time of the accident. The Henry's lawyer spoke to the bartenders and they all stated that they never sold him a drink or saw him with a drink the entire night and neither did any of his friends or teammates. The video from the bar also doesn't show DJ acting like he was drunk or impaired at all. In 2015, the US attorney chose not to pursue any federal civil rights charges and in 2016, the Henry's settled their wrongful death suit and won six million dollars from the village of Pleasantville where Aaron has worked and the Henry's say that this money is in a trust and they call it blood money and they refuse to touch it 
They explained that no amount of money could ever replace their son. And the Henrys still to this day simply just want to know the whole truth. The town of Pleasantville eventually apologized to the Henrys for their son's death privately. And the Henrys weren't satisfied with that. They wanted to clear their son's name, that he was not this thug or this criminal, that the public portrayed him to be and that the police department portrayed him to be. And they wanted a public apology and the family finally got that piece and cleared DJ's name. Henry's have made a charity called the DJ Henry Dream Fund, and this is a way to honor their son's love of fitness and sports. And the family just want people to remember Danny for who he was, his kind spirit, and his loving heart. No criminal charges were ever brought to DJ's death, and I don't know guys, this is one case that it doesn't sit well with me. I don't believe that the Henry's got any justice for their son's death. And I'll, I'll post some, you know, the videos and things like that so that you can see the evidence for yourself. Um, I just believe this, this is such a tragic, tragic death. And the Henrys are trying to reopen the case and they are trying to move forward and getting this case looked at. And I'll link some sources. You guys can sign petitions. You can donate to the DJ Henry Dream Fund if you feel the need to. And let me know what you guys think about this case. Um, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. And as always, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it so, so much. Keep sharing this information. Keep signing those petitions and help make real change in these cases. I'll see you guys next time.